How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. And thanks to the help you get from ASC Certified Technician Dan, uh, Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We'll uh, help you keep it running. Good morning. It is our Car Care Show. Danny Long here. Nick Stoffel is with us on the big horn here. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Danny. How are, how are things at Lloyd's and how was your week? I assume it's still uh, still a busy time for you guys. Yeah, we've been uh, very fortunate this day. Uh, quite busy, obviously, through the winter here. And uh, if you've been out and about, the roads are not the best. So I suspect that we'll continue with this busy trend for for a while here. But uh, I can't, can't. We cannot complain. We've been very no. fortunate. We have great customers and a great staff, as you know. And we're just uh, each day one at a time. Yeah, absolutely. And it, as an old boss uh, said to me once, "You asked for work when you came here." <laughs> so I guess that's I guess that's true. Uh, I, I will note that one. That's a good one. Very good. Um, if you have any kind of a vehicle problem with your car, your truck, your van, and you need to bring it in for service, and you want to know what the heck could be wrong with it, why don't you call or text Nick? He's going to be with us for just a little over a half hour from now before Jack Farrell steps in. So uh, don't wait. And you, Again, you don't have to be uh, any kind of a gearhead or motorhead to ask any kind of complicated question. If you drive a vehicle and have problems with, us, uh, with it, uh, give us a call. Or send a text. There's one number to, to get you either, 651-461-9226. But don't wait. Let's hear from you uh, before we uh, we run short of time. Always uh, We always tend to get uh, busy toward the end of the show. So uh, don't wait, 651-461-9226. Kind of a lengthy uh, text, uh, Nick, so maybe I could uh, kind of simplify it here. It's about uh, tire pressure. Uh, not only during the winter, but if if the texter wants to know, he or she reads, you know, on the panel uh, as you open your door, you can see what the cold air uh, minimum uh, pressure is for your tire. But what if uh, he or she says, what if I get new tires? Uh, th- these aren't the tires that came with the car. Does that same number apply to these new tires? It, it does, because the, the idea is to keep the... Um, level of traction, uh, the handling, the feel of the ride of the vehicle, the the tread or the brand or the tire itself isn't the issue. It's the pressure that's in between the tire and the wheel. So as we go down the road, the door the door jam, as they said, you open the driver's door, you look down at the sill plate, look down, and you'll see a little sticker right there, and that'll tell you the size of the tire, tell you what the tire pressures are at cold, they say cold, so we're consistent. 
Now, what will happen is that you might say 32 pounds or PSI, as you drive and the tires will heat up, the pressure will increase a little bit. So what they're giving you is like the bare minimum bottom entry-level number. Sometimes people might opt to go a couple more pounds up just to kind of have a safe gap there. Um, but whether it's a new tire, old tire, whatever you have, that uh, that's irrelevant when it comes to what the pressure should be. The pressure is designed for the handling of the vehicle and the ride, traction, all those comforts. And, uh, and I guess you could say quality also. Yeah, okay. Interesting question. I never thought about that in that regard. So thank you for that. Again, here's our phone number if you want to call and chat with uh, Nick, 651-461-9226. Speaking of phones, let's go to the phones. Gary is calling in from St. Louis Park, I believe, this morning. Gary, thank you. What is your question for Nick? Hi, good morning, Nick. Good morning, Danny. Uh, Nick, I've got a car that I keep in storage over the winter. And I usually go out and run it maybe once or twice a month just to circulate the fluids and everything. And I had a friend of mine that told me that that's not a good idea, that it's best to just leave it sit until spring when I take it out again. And I'm just wondering what your opinion is on that. Well, it it is an opinion, clearly. Uh, I don't completely disagree with this, you know, getting the battery moved or getting the battery with the tender and just let it sit. If you're going to run the vehicle, it has to get fully warmed up. Um, the oil will uh, absorb moisture. A lot of the fluids will. The exhaust will. So if you're going to let it run in the garage, you know, you got to let it get fully warm, even hold it off idle to give the exhaust the chance to burn off the moisture. As we all know, you start a vehicle in the winter, you start driving down the road, you see this cloud behind you. That's that's. Uh, water evaporating. That's actually, you know, humid or steam. So if that steam collects in the exhaust, water evaporating. That's actually, you know, humid or steam. So if that steam collects in the exhaust and doesn't blow off or burn off, you're just creating more moisture, which can create rust. So if I, I have no problem with you running the vehicle in the, in, in the winter time, but you got to run it long enough to so make sure you got the garage open and air it out. And you probably have to get it off idle to get enough uh, movement, enough action there to allow all that condensation and moisture to burn off. And, and, and Nick, looking at the forecast, uh, thanks, Gary, by the way, for the call. Uh, looking at the forecast, we, we expect cooler or colder temperatures, not sub-zero. So I know in the next uh, show or two, uh, we're going to be getting questions, and I might as well ask you now, personally, how long do you keep your personal vehicle warmed up before you take off in the, in the dead of winter, Nick? So the the vehicle doesn't care a whole lot. We do. So I'll remote, remote start my truck as I'm pouring my coffee and walking out the door. It's, it's a minute or two. I think that the vehicle appreciates the chance to kind of, uh, you know, stretch out a little bit in the morning. You know, you get up, you want to stretch your legs a little bit. Um, but the, the vehicle, the fluids, uh, you know, within a few moments, they're fat, they're happy and fine. It's more or less us walking out there and having a cold seat or cold steering wheel, whatever may ha- we might have. But as you know, you don't go out and start the vehicle with a key and leave the vehicle running with a key and it can, somebody can very well hop in the vehicle and take it. So don't do that. Uh, but if your vehicle is capable of remote starting where you can't take the vehicle, you want to do it for a few moments, that's fine. But keep in mind, and we hear this every winter, people will come in and say, my gas mileage isn't as good as it used to be. It's notably different. 
the vehicle at idle is burning a lot of fuel. So if you are noticing that your gas mileage is cut back a lot, think about your daily cycle. If you have your car outside running for 15, 20 minutes every day, that's too much. You should, you probably shouldn't be doing that. So it's a balancing act, but, uh, keep in mind you're burning fuel and, uh, it isn't necessary other than for our comfort. Absolutely. Good point. Hang on, Nick. We're going to take a quick break. Again, as we uh, head uh, back after the break, if you have any kind of a car care question, you want to call or text right away before we run out of time. 651-461-9226. We have a bunch of text messages we'll get to when we do come back here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO Radio's Car Care Show. Denny Long on this end, along with ASC certified technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Nick, for those that don't know, tell us, uh, give us a location exactly where Lloyd's is located. Actually, thanks, thanks for asking. Uh, so if you're in St. Paul on lovely Grand Avenue, we're at 982, which is right on the corner of Grand and Chatsworth. Uh, so stop and say hi anytime. Uh, if you ever have to give us a call for a, a question or some advice, we're at 651-228-1316. And if you're on your laptop or your tablet or whatever it may be, uh, lloydsautomotive.net. Excellent. We'll uh, get you that info before uh, Nick takes his leave, which is close to 745 or so. So if you have any kind of a car care question, by all means, love to hear from you, either by phone or by text, 651 651- Four six one nine two two six. I want to get some text messages, but you know what? Uh, Debbie calling in from Ogilvy this morning. I want to get Debbie's question answered here. Debbie, thank you for waiting. What what's your question? Hi, um, I have a two thousand fifteen Prius V, and I usually run it um, in echo mode um, for the transmission. It also has EV or power for um, passing cars or just driving in the parking lot, but um, it, I turned it on the other day, and usually it, it just starts in echo mode, and it, and it says that on the dashboard, but um, it, doesn't say that, it didn't say that yesterday, and I can turn it into power mode, and I can put it in EV mode, but it never goes back to saying echo on the dashboard, on the display panel. Do you think there's something wrong? Because it doesn't show me any error or any check engine light or anything. Not necessarily. Um, check the owner's manual, but there there may be a, a, um, criteria. First of all, sometimes temperature, drive length, um, the amount of fuel in the vehicle. There's a lot. Sometimes there's certain criteria that we're not aware of that need to be met for um, whether it's echo mode or sport mode, or uh, sometimes the some of the adaptive stuff requires certain criteria to be met. Also. Inadvertently, there could be a button near your knee in and out of the vehicle. Somebody might hit a button that will turn something on or off that they're not aware of. You know, sometimes it's traction control, economy mode, different things like that. Um, and finally, in the settings, you know, you get into that uh, control panel and you go through some of the settings and you look, there might be something that's turned on or off that you didn't realize that you can reset there that will allow it to go back into echo mode. So if there were something... Uh, mechanically wrong with the vehicle or um, something wrong where it was not functioning as designed, I'm quite confident there'd be a warning laid on the dash telling you, you need to, whether it's an explanation saying you need to see service and check engine light 
or something to at least alert you something's going on. So this case, I suspect that setting got changed or button got bumped, and that doesn't make the vehicle very happy. So therefore, now the, the, the that particular mode isn't available. You know, you bring up a good point, Nick, about reading the manual. I'm probably as guilty as anyone until there's some problem, and I thought, hmm, maybe I can find out in the manual. It's amazing. I will probably not know what my car has on board uh, forever, you know, I, because many cars have a lot of uh, uh, interesting information that one never knows. Maybe, maybe some people do, but I, I tell you, I'm, I can still find new things I never knew even after all these years. You will absolutely have several aha uh-huh moments yeah, if you exactly. read the owner's man. I mean, and not to sit through read it end to end, but if you, yeah. you're concerned or question a particular feature, you go to the front, you know, or the back of the book, and then you can kind of needle it down to a few pages, and you just kind of peruse that a little bit and say, oh, wow, I didn't know I could do that. And then, you, you know, a lot of, you know, some of the comfort features, you know, the, the hands-free talking or some of those things that are quite nifty if you get them set up properly. So, do engage that manual. If you find something, get online, do a little more research, help yourself get that set up the way you'd like, and uh, you, you might be, you yeah. might find yourself surprised. Yeah, one thing, and we'll get back to text messages that you guys do all the time at Lloyd's, uh, is that reset your maintenance uh, light or whatever. And, and I, you know, I, I have to go back, even though you guys do it for me. Uh, I go back and look and say, well, maybe I can do this myself. And it's amazing. You've got the directions. And maybe not all manuals have that, but uh, mine does. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of self-help and it kind of works out. But, all right, here's a, te- here's a text that some of us who maybe have gone on a few years, do new cars still require a break-in period? Any special care during the first couple of months, Texter wants to know. I'm not aware um, of an actual procedure. However, if I just spent that kind of money on a new vehicle, um, myself, I would probably pause, uh, if I bought a new truck, for example, if I, if I was going to be plowing snow or pulling a trailer, I might give it a few hundred miles just to kind of break the brakes in a little bit, allow the engine and transmission to have a couple of really good heating and cooling cycles. Um, it's probably not required, quite honestly, but I think just based on the fact that the amount of the vehicle costs these days, I would probably give it a few hundred miles before I did anything too strenuous or uh, uh, overloading any any part of the vehicle. Yeah, I do vaguely remember many years ago uh, being asked, uh, at least in a manual or whatever, now don't go over 50 or 60 miles an hour for about a month. I'm not sure if that's... You know the rings getting seated, or what? What the 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 deal was back then? But uh, interesting question. Thanks for that. I tell you what, let's do. Uh, we have to look at that forecast. See what this uh, coming week's weather promises to be. So uh, we have a few minutes remaining, and we'll grab some text messages when we come back. But if you do have a car care question, six five one four six one nine two two six. It's a Saturday here on Newstalk eight three oh this is WCCO. WCCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with ASC certified technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive on the Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Nick, we have a few minutes to go and we have a few text messages of folks to help out here. So let's uh let's get to it. Um uh here it is. Twenty twenty one Trail Boss Chev truck, five thousand miles on it. It's at the dealership getting all new lifters. Texter says, I found out it's common. Dealership won't say why they are failing. You think I'm going to have a continuous problem with the truck? 
fair question. Uh, not necessarily. Typically, if there's a a warranty repair, a, a bulletin, or in some cases even like a recall, uh, most of the situations with the maybe the consumer doesn't see. There's a lot of legwork behind that. There's a lot of publications, a lot of information, likely updated part numbers because they found a a flaw in the design of the components or the part. And so I, I don't think it's a telltale sign that you're in trouble. Obviously, be aware, check the oil level, you know, be be a be diligent the best you can. But I would think after a short period of time, you'll learn that the vehicle's okay and you'll go back to being comfortable and reliable. So I, I wouldn't be too cautious other than the fact that with any mechanical piece of equipment, you need to be aware and do the little checks and balances. Okay. Listener in Richfield sent a text saying the my car battery was tested as bad twice, but the car starts fine, seems to have no problems. What would be your wise advice for me? As Denny said, the forecast is trending in a colder direction. <laughs> right. When you test a battery, it tells you the capacity, the capability of that battery. The warmer it is, the less need. So quickly, what we're talking about is the battery has a set amount of uh, amperage stored in it, you know, or watts or energy. So when you turn the key or push the button to start your vehicle, that starter engages and it takes a certain amount of power to turn that engine to get it spinning. As we know, when it's colder, fluids get thicker, resistance increases, making more of a draw on that battery. And that battery doesn't have the needed amount of power or reserve in it. It's not going to spin that engine fast enough to start it. So if it's 30 degrees. It's great. Zero might not be. So yeah. I would, you know, I'd be, it's a fine line. You know, it's mid, mid January, late January. We still have another month, six weeks of potentially very cold weather. If you're a do it yourself or you're okay with uh, maybe needing a jump start, that's okay. If you're like, no, I don't want anything to do with that, go get a new battery. Yeah. Be proactive. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about manuals and your, for your car. Uh, this uh, texture says they have a new truck doesn't have a paper manual it's built into the dashboard screen how about that that's handy yeah that's not that that's it is handy therefore you cannot lose it which a lot of us do that's um, right yeah exactly yeah the only difficulty and i'm sure you can find it online also if you you know talk to the the manufacturer i'm sure there's a way to find it online so you're not stuck sitting in your car reading it but oftentimes you want to be in your vehicle reading it because so that way you can touch the buttons and the controls to, to manage that so uh, I'm sure there's a, there's a couple ways about that. It's a trade-off. Uh, this uh, texture is talking about a manual. The manual from my Silverado pickup truck says, uh, this is as far as a break-in period, says do not pull a trailer for the first 1,000 miles. So thanks uh, for that uh, information for that that uh, type of uh, vehicle. And, and now, that, this that, that seems reasonable. That, yeah. that definitely seems reasonable. I, I don't, yeah. you know, a truck could cost you $80,000. I think you yeah. should give it a little time to... <laughs> to wear in before you go and pull a bobcat somewhere. Here's an interesting one. Uh, text, I'll just read it. My daughter got a, two, a 2019 Buick Encore last summer, and the owner's manual was in French. When asking about getting the manual in English, was told it was only available online. You think she can get her hands on an actual manual to keep in her car? I wonder why that is. Was it built in Montreal yeah, that's, or something? that's strange. Well, there might be... Um, Depending on different countries' requirements, some countries might require you get a paper copy. 
Uh, others might not. You know, I mean, I'm assuming that ours doesn't that they offer it on, online. And, um, you know, it seems kind of silly, but you can go online and find it. You can always print it if needed, too. Um, but, you know, I, I guess my advice would be if this particular listener is trying to deal with a certain part of the vehicle, you could probably find that manual, find those two or three pages that are relevant, print those pages and go to the vehicle and uh, do whatever it is that you're trying to do. I know we have to run here in a minute. Uh, Nick, have you at Lloyd's seen a lot of, uh, you know, given these icy conditions we've had, a lot of damage people running into besides other vehicles, uh, uh, curbs, things like that to kind of mess up your uh, tie rods and all the steering mechanisms. Have you seen some of that? We have, and, you know, obviously we always pick on St. Paul for the streets in the winter, and rightly so. I mean, the streets have just been horrible, but this freezing and thawing, I, 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 you know, just because it's good for business doesn't mean we want it, but when you have these three freezing thawing cycles, you get all this water, it works its way into those cracks in the road, it freezes, what happens with water, it freezes, it expands, it's going to make that asphalt buckle, starts that whole process, and then we drive up and down, up and down, and we're going to plow over it to even dig it up more, and I, I hate to say it, but I think that the streets this spring are just going to be horrendous, not that they are now, but or aren't now, but I, the steering and suspension portion of our business, tie rods, ball joints, tires, uh, struts, that's going to be a going to be a very busy busy time of a uh, year for us. Yeah. And, you know, we we want to fix people's cars, but we don't want um, we like wear and tear and like you know maintenance and you know parts wear out. I I have no problem with that. But when you're dealing with a situation where it's no fault of anyone but the roads. It, it, it makes you feel a little, you know, you don't, you don't feel so good about those situations. Yeah. Well, Nick, we have to run. Always a pleasure. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's if we need some help? Absolutely. If you ever have a question, feel free to call us at 651-228-1316. And if you're on Grand Avenue, we're at 982. Poke your head and say hi. And uh, you got a question, ask it to any one of the guys at the desk there. They'd love to help you out. You have some of the nicest people in the business, uh, but you know that already. Nick, thanks thanks so much again, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, thanks, Danny. Okay, Nick Stoffel, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive. Jack Farrell straight ahead here with his wine chat. Then get those lawn and garden questions ready for Master Gardener Teresa Rooney in the 8 o'clock hour on News Talk 830 WCCO. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. 
So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024.